Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone on things FPL related. We are coming to you live from Limerick City, Ireland on the 3rd of February 2021. And yeah, game week 22 is almost done. We've just finished the Liverpool-Brighton game and Spurs-Chelsea is all that left to remain before game week 23 rolls around to kick our asses. But before we can get to that, please allow me to introduce my podcast partner in crime, Seamus. How are you getting on, my friend? Yeah, very good. It's been uh, one of those game weeks. I mean, when you ask me this every week, it all comes down to how my game week's going. I'll get into it in a while, but so far, so good. Um, yeah, and I got my first haircut in about six months. So, um, yeah, feeling clear-headed now. When you say you got your first haircut, you, you, know, you did it yourself. Yeah, I did it myself. But my hair is cut. My point. <laughs> so I like if it. If you're I like watching it. on the YouTube channel right now, you'll see my my butt. Like it needs to be tidied up. I just literally zoomed, zoomed it before this because uh, I only got the razor today. Um, so yeah, it uh, needs to be tidied up. If you were to look at the back of it here, there could be a bit of uh, what's a what's the one of your mullet kind of going on back there. There might be a few straggly long hairs that I probably haven't gotten. Business in the front, party at the back. That's the way you like it, Seamus. Yeah. But uh, how has your game week 20... Actually, no, fuck it. We we haven't done a pod since game week 21. So before we jump to game week 22, how did you get on in game week 21, briefly? Game week 21? Ooh, put me on the spot, you bastard. Uh, I'll pull it up here real quick because I have my, my rank. Um, it wasn't a great game week. Um, game week rank of 2.3 million, 58 points. Wasn't terrible. I dropped about 20k. From 580k down to 600k. Last three or four weeks have been happening. Gaming weeks have been happening so fast. I've been up 100k, down 100k, up 100k, down back again. Um, so 58 last week. Let me just remind myself. Yeah, more captain failures. A captain's son. He did nothing. Salah did the business with 15 points. And, of course, Bamford uh, and Dallas. And I Cresswell getting a cheeky assist. Other than that, it was all blanks. Uh, my transfer was to bring in Gundogan, who did nothing. But he did well for me this week. Um, and this week, yeah, I mean, you got a bit lucky, as in, like, you had that was game week for those short of memory, like myself. That was the week that Pep decided to bench everyone that everyone had, and uh, Cancelo Stones came off uh, your starting lineup to allow Dallas and Creswell, yeah, sneak on with a little 11 pointer. So, not the worst. You thought that was uh, there was some back and forth in our group chat, and you were uh, laying on the uh, the old jam. Uh, excuse there saying I got jammy but the way I looked at it I should have had two clean sheets for Cancelo and Stones had they started so I got 11 points off my bench which went some way to covering it yeah I don't know about that shit I mean like uh, I'm, I'm with you like City kept a clean sheet but Cancelo could have you know came on for a minute and all of a sudden you don't get you know Cresswell's four points but look that was game week 21 that was game week 21 uh, before we get on to 22 mine wasn't the mine was actually re- pretty good it uh, arrested the two red arrows I had and uh, I got 71 total in game week 21 I did nail my captain I didn't jam into it like some other people <laughs> and uh, I got 30 points for Salah um, Bamford uh, we didn't mention but he came good last week and uh yeah, tw- t- 21 was good for me. It, it pushed me back up into the, what was I, 70-odd K. So it pushed me from 102 K into the 70 K. And uh, I'm just happy to be inside that 100 K mark. Mm. But bringing things forward a little bit, Seamus, game week 22. 
Um, I hope I have the right screen up. I don't, of course. But uh, yeah, how's your game week 22 going? Well, uh, so I'm on 83 points with one player left to play, Sun. Um, everyone returned from me bar um, my transfer this week and my captain. So I went along with the masses and captain Salah. The match has just finished there against Brighton. They've lost uh, two or one nil. Uh, they look they look poor. So I won't, you can't really make any excuse for them. They, they look very poor. But I had Fernandez there, 17 points. Selchek got a goal. Um, Gundogan got an assist and bonus points. Calvert-Lewin, goal and bonus points. Bamford, assist. Double clean sheet with Man City with Cancelo and Stones. Justin doing massive bits there for 15 points. And my one transfer this week was a goalkeeper change, which was fortuitous because my uh, goalkeeper, Alex McCarthy, I didn't sell him. He's now on my bench. But uh, I saw my subkeeper, Forrester, and a Brian Martinez, for, who got four points, made six saves, uh, and got a, uh, a bonus, managed to sneak into a bonus, it looks like. So he's on for four. A cheeky pap. Yeah. A cheeky pap. So, so far, Salah has actually been my lowest uh, scoring player, and he's obviously my captain, no doubt. 83 points looks like a green arrow from 600k to 484k pre-auto subs with some to play. So nice big rise i'm just trying to get into like i've been around just outside the 500k position for a while so if i can finish inside 500k then the next target is to get into 200k as soon as possible yeah similar enough to myself seamus i started the week off 70k i've gone up as as at the moment i don't as the as the youtube watchers can see i don't have the post auto subs ranks but pre auto subs i'm up to 66 so a tiny tiny green arrow but again anything that's not a red i'll take there's been a lot of high scores floating around the place i made a similar transfer to you this week Seamus, with martin is in uh in place of meslier and watching the leeds everton match inside 10 minutes i think everton had the lead and i just went yep yeah, fine i nailed it fuck this nonsense leads cannot defend and i know it's uh that's not a exactly a you know a a pearl of wisdom or whatever it's, not a revelation. it's, it's been known <laughs> exactly it's not a revelation but uh martinez has the four points and uh yeah 70 76 for me with sun still to play and no minus points and a, and a captain blank this week but luckily salah was so massively owned that it just doesn't even it doesn't concern me too much. I mean, the fact that Fernandez, my vice, and I think it's your vice as well, smashed it with 17 points. Um, there will definitely have been, you know, quite a few managers captaining him. But I think everyone was beckoned by the siren call of Mohamed Salah. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't actually seen uh, many people at all looking at uh, Fernandez as captain. I looked through one league there that's quite competitive. And I think I'm like, in that league, 26th out of like 50 people or something like that. And 20, Can't be that competitive. So. <laughs> but 25 people uh, ahead of me in the league um, all had like bar three had Captain Salah. I think the other two would have been like Sterling and there might have been a Cancelo in there. Uh, I don't think there was any Fernandez. There was a few people lower down that Captain Fernandez. And in our own private mini league, we've got uh, somebody jamming into a. Uh, Fernandez captaincy from their cat Harry Kane, so they haven't changed their team in a couple of weeks. So there'll be a few of those, but I haven't yeah. seen many Fernandez captaincies at all. It was tough to avoid the Salah captaincy when, like, he had scored two goals against United in the FA Cup uh, a week ago or a week and a half ago, whatever it was, and then followed that up with a brace against West Ham last week, which, as I already mentioned, I was lucky enough to benefit from. And, uh, you know, a home match against Brighton, it seemed pretty decent. Maybe Liverpool were 
getting their groove back, just like Stella. And uh, that turned out not to be the case. And as two United fans, fucking delighted that they've dropped points again. But as an FPL um, manager, I'm I'm a little confused. <laughs> it's yeah, it's an odd one. I'm there going. I don't know, really know what I want. I'm, I am quite happy at Steel Poulouse. Uh, Schadenfreude is quite enjoyable. Um, just because of how well Liverpool did last year. I don't know if it's shameful joy. I think we're meant to want them to lose, though. That's yeah, like, but we're we're entitled to. He's it. on my team, so I'm kind of like at the same time, you know, I'm really and he's my captain this game week. So I'm like, I really want him to score here, and like I'm, to the point that I was kind of going, like a draw is still drop points for Liverpool. I wouldn't mind if Salah just banged in a free kick here, but didn't look likely. And in the last game, what excited me about the last game, I said I bet you pre pod, I didn't. I couldn't captain Salah last week just because anytime I've seen him, he seems to be so far out in the right, not getting the touches in the box, hasn't looked like scoring. Um, couldn't put him, you know, uh, the armband on him. Last week then, kind of ends up playing nominally as a centre forward but in Mane's absence and Firmino's absence. So saw that last week, gets two goals, including one cracker. He's second and thought, well, look, if he, that might bring back some confidence. Liverpool could be good here. You know, they have this home record. Um, but no, that's a winless in four games in the league in Anfield now, which is astonishing considering they've lost two games to Burnley and now uh, Brighton there. I don't know what we're meant to do here with uh, Liverpool yeah. assets. I got to I got to think strong and hard about this. I mean, money's not an option, so I don't need to sell Salah. I guess I just hold. Well, I definitely am not getting. Yeah, no, I think anyone thinking of selling Salah needs a bit of a. Uh, a slap in the head with a wet fish, as Sean Dyche would say. Um, anyone that hasn't checked out Burnley's press conference this week, do yourself a favor and look at it because it's fucking brilliant. It's amazing, but it is amazing. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I've no intentions of selling him. But obviously, it makes you dub, you know, it makes you second guess whether or not he's worth captaining. But uh, you mentioned last week, and before we kind of put that in the past, uh, we did celebrate our 100th episode. We did a live watch-along on YouTube. That's there if you want to go check it out. Uh, do like, subscribe, all that usual bullshit. Um, but how does it feel to be over 100 episodes old, Seamus? Do you feel like like me, like none the wiser? I feel like now I am ready to bring forth children into this world now i've reached an age of maturity that i've reached 100 episodes that it feels only right to give birth to offspring well i'm happy that this shit talking definitely hasn't grown out of you anyway uh getting back to this week uh, <laughs> uh what was the what was the crack what was the first match we had we had sheffield beaten west brom 2-1 and uh yeah i think that was a must-win for both games, you know, whatever that means. Uh, I was happy to see West, uh, to see Sheffield United taking the three points there. Not much from an FBL perspective, really. Um, West Brom still not keeping those clean sheets that people might have been thinking about when Big Sam took over. Uh, I'm sticking, yeah. I'm sticking far away from West Brom and Sheffield United. You're the same. Yeah, no, same. fuck West Brom. Can't be going near them. Um, as soon as they uh, they sacked. Um What's his face? Village? I was like, nah, yeah. screw him. And then they pointed Big Sam. Don't like him at all. Just caveman football. You know, yeah, it's worked. I'm delighted to see it's not working. Uh, West Brom are too poor. Uh, I want to see him go down. And uh, I do want to see Sheffield United. I don't know if I want to see him stay up, but I want to see him give a good go. But I'm happy they've got back-to-back wins now. And they're kind of actually in a position they were like, oh, maybe something could happen. Uh, and I want to see the belief there. But no interest from a fantasy football 
perspective, yeah. really. I'm with you. I want to see him do well after last year's exploits, but I think it's a it's a lost cause. If you if you ask me, I think but it's it's done. There's too much of a point gap. I'm more so because they've got Irish players like Egan and Stevens and stuff like that in the team, and as a result, I want to see. Um, I just want to see them continue to play at the highest level in English football, so that's going to benefit the national team. So that's a selfish non-FPL reason why I want to see them stay in the league. They've also got McGoldrick, although he's retired from international football now as well. But reasons like this, I want to see the Irish guys do good. Yeah, not shocking considering our background is an Irish fucking flag. But um, yeah, Sheffield United 2-1. Moving on from that, Wolves put Arsenal to the sword 2-1. Talk about like disappointments. We were talking about Sheffield United and you know how far they've fallen from last year. Wolves are not too far behind them in con- in consideration or in comparison to where they were last year and uh, what they're doing this year. I'm very disappointed with how it's turned out for him. But a big, big win against Arsenal. I'm sure it was helped by the early red card to David Luiz. But still, FPL-wise, I don't think I'm touching them with a, you know, with your dick, let alone my own. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably only infect them further. But Wolves, mm. uh, yeah, that was their first win. COVID dick. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking back at the form table. It just goes back <laughs> over the last six games. And prior to this win, they had three losses and two draws before that. Um so they haven't been in great form at all. They've dropped down. They've now like less points than Crystal Palace. So they're not doing well. Uh, another team dropping just above them in the table, Southampton, who we'll get on to a minute as well. They've been dropping like a stone. But Wolves oh. benefited from that uh, red card and penalty. Um, red card they did. And worth noting, Seamus, um, like, one of the only things I would take away from that match is the fact that Max Kilman started his third game in a row. So for anyone, I mean... Money isn't really an option at the moment with the injuries to Vardy, KDB, and uh, whoever the other one is. But like, there's a lot of premium priced assets kind of missing. So for me, money isn't an option. But for anyone that is looking to scrape the pennies, a four point million defender has started three in a row. And considering Mitchell has seemed to have lost his position again, mm-hmm. um, at least there is someone kind of getting some points. Um, not that I would be looking too closely at Wolves' defense. They haven't. Uh, they haven't shone too brightly lately, but um, no. Eh, FBL wise, he's probably the only one I would mention. Uh, Wolves, there's a few teams that are just a void for me uh, this season. Like yeah. going like right now, not the entire season. I've had Wolves players, but um, yeah, Wolves is definitely among them. I had him in his for a good while until he got um, knocked the fuck out by David Luiz, and yeah, he was up to that point. He was averaging only something like four points a game for me for his price I think it was eight and a half million or eight million whatever he was at the start but just wasn't doing it so he was kind of a poor returner the uh the arsenal players that interest me like lacazette got another assist that was interesting and saka i believe did he have a goal ruled out i don't know i didn't watch it um i mean saka has definitely been uh i wouldn't say tearing it up in the fpl world but he's definitely been making some waves and for his price we're considering but Man, competition in the midfield is so fucking strong at the moment. Like, we were only talking about this off-air, and we were saying how a couple of weeks ago we had both considered... Well, I was saying, actually, I mixed up uh, the stories there, but I was saying a couple of weeks ago I had considered getting rid of Thomas Suchek, or if I was to move some players, maybe Suchek is the one I was looking to get rid of. He has scored uh, three goals and was it... He scored two last week or it was the week before? Uh, the week so before. He blanked crazy. last week, two the week before, and he scored tonight as well. So, yeah. So, three in, three in the last two, three game weeks. Three in three game weeks, yeah. 
Yeah, which is crazy. So, I mean, it's kind of tough to fit them in with with Saka, but there is players with him, and if he did have a goal ruled out, um, they'll feel pretty aggrieved. But I think we can put them Salah, in there. Salah to, to Saka, maybe? But my bank would be like... 12 million or something I, yeah I totally I, could, I couldn't do that could you imagine looking at your 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 bank and just going hmm 12 million what do I do do I buy Robin Van Persie from 2014 you know seriously like I could I could make a case for like Gundogan Suchek Rafina, um, yeah maybe Jesse Lingard now uh, two goals tonight as, uh, as my midfield and maybe just keep Bruno as my my you know premium there but, man, I don't know where I spend my money then. Put it all up. You mentioned Bruno, Seamus. You mentioned Bruno. That brings us on to the next match. And, uh, yeah, 9-0. I'll say that again for those who didn't hear me. 9-0. I'd like to do it nine times, but that joke would, would not play out. Uh, massive, massive result. And I can't believe Southampton have lost 9-0 two seasons, two seasons in a row. It's I was explaining it to herself last night. The ridiculousness of that is just insane um but yeah as united fans i was laughing i believe i sent you a text or into the group chat whatever at uh eight nail saying one more just please one more and uh we got it we got a late assist and uh who scored the last goal was it martial uh james and james from a bruno header yeah i found it very uncomfortable watching that as it goes kind of went in (laughs) i was kind of like i'm like i'm united i'm like yeah i love this i'm like I kind of like Southampton. Stop, because <laughs> I know they no. have this happened to them. He's before. already dead. Yeah, that was exactly it. <laughs> and it wouldn't be so bad I mean, if this was a once-off. I go go for it. But I know they got smashed by Leicester last season. I just like, oh, not again. And at halftime, when it was four 0 you were like, right, close up shop. But look, it was all dictated by that, like seventy-fifth second uh, red card, and they were playing with ten minutes. It wasn't all dictated by that. It was. What? What was it? Six nil at then? No. Six nil. In the seventy fifth second, when they got their man. Sent oh, off. sorry. I thought you said seventy fifth minute. No, no. I was on Bednarak's rage. I was like, "What no, are you no, talking no, no. about?" It was like sorry, after 76 seconds when that was sent out, and it was a straight red. Um, that dictated oh. the whole game. But nobody capitulates like Southampton. That's what happened in the Leicester game as well. Pretty early. I, well, I don't know if it was early, but red card for I think Bertrand in that game, and. Uh, they just it was. gave up. They just pressed so much that if they're not all, they haven't got 11 men doing their job, there's just gaps and like good attacking teams will exploit them. And they can't close the door. They tried to shut the door at 4-0 and they yeah. kept them out for what, maybe 20 minutes or whatever it was. And then once they got the next couple of goals, it's just, as I said, three goals in the final maybe five minutes. Uh, and that's where Bruno did his damage. So Bruno, captainers, like... 4-0, he hadn't done anything. That feels lucky. I'm seeing so much Bruno fucking hate. It's insane. I don't know how much of this plays into the anti, to the ABUs, to the anti-United group, which I completely understand. But, like, I'm seeing so much people talk about, oh, poxy Bruno, if it wasn't for shitty referees and, and shitty, uh, you know, penalties, he wouldn't be anywhere near where he is. And I'm going, like, are you not watching the same player I'm watching? He's fantastic. As Leanne Rhymes would say, <laughs> you can't fight the moonlight. Bruno is the moonlight. Do you know what I mean? At least for me as a United fan. Okay, you're stretching uh, there, I think. But Bruno is... No, I just really wanted to work yeah, in that. You, that that feels joke. like we're just trying to force a Leanne Rhymes uh, song into this. Is this going to be the title of this week's episode? Can't fight the moonlight? 
No, but I was I was debating with dancing in the moonlight, uh, but uh, or in the Bruno light. I didn't think the the Bruno pun worked, okay. but uh, don't fucking give me shit for Leanne Rhymes puns. You try work a Leanne Rhymes pun into goddamn things. Fair play, fair play. No, uh, look, yeah. there's lots of points. In this uh, I felt really bad for Shaw owners when he was on two assists at halftime. And... I didn't fucking feel bad for him. Well, no, but I mean, I was kind of. He looked like he was going to be up for massive haul. Um, one oh, he was, the... and you had every bitch and their fucking aunt on. On Twitter going eh, meh, meh, Luke Shaw Luke Shaw I'm like yeah oh yeah brilliant you t- saw a 4.9 defender playing for a top 4 team doing pretty fucking well congratulations you geniuses do you know where are you again 200 mil 200 mil of the 500 million players playing this game get out of here okay okay no. <laughs> take it down a notch uh, but yeah one Bissaka getting I've... a goal tells you how bad Southampton were like he never scores but now he's, a, you know, he's got a goal and he ended up getting an assist I think for the last goal no Second last goal as well for Martial. Martial comes off goal the bench at half time, two man. goals and an assist. Uh, so what? Martial ended up with thirteen points. Fernandez seventeen. Juan Bissaka seventeen. Uh, even Rashford got a goal and an assist. And I heard other people this week selling him. Bad week to sell. <laughs> but you couldn't predict Raycard in the second minute, and you know what? Like I would have thought. Like we both said, we captain Salah because it looked more likely that Southampton would overturn. Turnover United, then Brighton would do Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's what we said. Um, And like we can wax lyrical about how, you know, fantastic the United assets were this week. But for me, the the main thing come out of this game, I won't remember Fernandez's or Fernandish, as they like to say in fucking FIFA 21, morons. Um, I will remember the record-setting minus seven that Jan Bednarak clocked up this week, surpassing Ryan Bertrand's previous record of minus six from last year's. Uh, and yeah, minus seven. We got to witness a little bit of FPL history this week, Seamus. You gotta step back sometimes and and take in the the small things like that. And applaud. Um, yeah, like conceding yeah. nine goals is what minus four. Uh, red card and an OG. Like, oh. remember the time? Um, was it John, John Walters, Walters scored an OG and yeah. missed the penalty? Like, he still only Two. ended up with minus three or something, or minus four. Minus four. It was minus four. Yeah, yeah. and I thought that was. A I was looking at a few tweets. Pointed going... out the Bertrand one, and I was like, oh yeah, he would have ended up yeah. with a, a lot. Oh yeah. I didn't. I was exact same. I I remember the Walters one because of the. Was it not two own goals? But um, might have been two, two missed penalties. One match. He definitely missed the penalty against Chelsea. We can't remember. We're putting ourselves to shame. But either way, his that was that was infamous t- to me, and uh, didn't recognize how poor Ben or Bertrand had done last week or last year. But Bednarak, I won't forget this one for a while. Minus seven. Oh my god! And there's people with him on their bench. Coming on. I don't think they'll suffer too much this week. There wasn't a massive amount of rotation, but they would have been sweating Pep's team sheet. Tonight, I'll tell you that much. They're yeah, going, I've seen enough people on Twitter, though. I've seen enough people kind of who are getting my Twitch. And people who also have, like, Leno as their keeper. Yeah. I've seen a few. We've seen Leno, David Luiz, and Bednarak in one team. I mean, like, it doesn't... We didn't touch on it last week because we didn't do the post-21 pod, but uh, we saw... I'm sh- and, and the FBL Twitter community would have seen that, mine, that 12-pointer, I think, from a wild card. And when you looked at the team, you were thinking, 
that's not a bad team. Like I could see myself with that team in a different in a, in a different dimension. I would have that team. You know, it wasn't oh this idiot's not playing. Uh, mine like twelve points on a wild card. And what did you know, like, he just had Bednarak or something? Yeah. Oh, he had like whatever didn't work out last week. He had. Oh, Do you know that good. kind of way. Like, I I probably should have not brought it up if I didn't have any <laughs> the facts with me. But uh, it stuck in my brain because as I said I just thought to myself, yep. That could have been me. That's you know, horrible. if I made mildly different decisions, like, that was me. Bednarak, by the way, like has been actually brilliant this season. Um, he's now on 76 points. So he was actually on 83 points before that. He was up near the top of the uh, top of the um, defenders charts. Like, if I'm just going to organize this now by defenders. And yeah, he's dropped out a bit. But he's dropped out. Like, without that, 83 points before this week would have had him um, top, top eight or something like that. Um, yeah, you know, and for for the low low price of uh, four point nine, and I think he started the season at four point five. Am I right? I can check. I yeah, am right. Yeah. yeah. So four point five. Yeah. So I mean, like, easily could have been sitting in someone's team. But let's move off of the Man United match because I feel like anyone who isn't a United fan. And maybe is a Southampton fan. They've all turned off right now. You yeah. Know? And <laughs> if you're still with us, fair play. Uh, the other match on the Tuesday was Newcastle losing to Crystal Palace. Um, not a massive amount to talk about from an FPL point of view, other than Zaha's injury and Wilson chalking up another assist. Uh, Zaha's injury was a bit of a surprise. I think he went off in the 59th minute. Um, mm. It would have been pity because people were looking at him out of position. I know we looked at it a couple of weeks ago, and he is kind of moving back a bit left. But uh, as a midfielder, you know, like he still plays so attacking that you might as well count him as a forward. And uh, to see him go off with Palace's fixtures um, as they are at the moment, really nice run of fixtures, that would have put a few people off. And I know there was a few people who like would have been looking at him last week. You know, so that's yep. a bit of a loss. I think he was an option. We did mention um, we did mention him last week on, on last week's pod, and it is worth mentioning the fixtures again. I mean, Newcastle generally you would consider to be one of the best fixtures in a season. Anyway, they're just dreadful this season. Now they beat Everton last week somehow, like, and they were worth it. Um, but generally speaking, they usually bend over. And they did lose to Palace this week. Palaces, though, if you take the Newca- Newcastle game, it would be Newcastle. Leeds, Leeds, Burnley, Brighton, and Fulham. So they still have Leeds, Burnley, Brighton, and Fulham. Even though Burnley are better at the minute, Brighton are, are better at the minute, having beaten Spurs and Liverpool recently. Fulham are tighter at the minute. They're still not great, but they're not conceding loads of goals, but they're not scoring. So, like, um, Zaha definitely was somebody that was interested. How bad is his injury? Because I heard he went off, but I don't know what yeah i'm not too sure either i think we'll they'll obviously need a bit of time to assess that and i wasn't really looking too much today but everyone would have been looking at that leeds match in game week 23 isn't it that's this week coming up like uh especially if what was it the last one i can't remember the score in the last one but i'm pretty sure crystal palace twatted leeds in the reverse fixture at the start of the season so um people were looking at that and i think you know yeah. it's fair to 4-1 they beat 4-1 yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. now he's See, not, has, I haven't killed off all the brain cells, Seamus. I can't a few even remember that game, but the, he yeah. has been marked down as a, with a knock and a 75% chance of playing. So watch out for the press conference before this week. But yeah, he's definitely somebody, or maybe not just him, but even a Crystal Palace defender or something like that. Or Eze now has done it. Uh, done things in Eze, yeah, weeks. you mentioned him. You mentioned Eze. Like, he's been tipping away. He's got a golden assist in the last two game weeks. Uh, we've already mentioned the fixtures. Really nice... Uh, 
really nice bunch of matches coming up for Palace, as we already said. But, like, what's this? 72 points in total, 1% owned, 5.8. Really, really fucking budget-friendly. Passes the eye test. He looks looks good. He takes free kicks, um, some set pieces. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like him. I'm looking forward to next season with him. You're not going to sell. I mean, I don't... You're not going to sell Sauchek or, you know, Rafina or that's whoever you have thing. in or Sake if you have them in that thing, are you? But, yeah, exactly. maybe... That's the issue, is is fitting them into the midfield. It's such a fucking uh, hot property right now, those five midfield spots. Even defence. I mean, like, if you consider it, most people are going to have... Yeah, I know you don't, but I have two City defenders. Some people have three. Um, that's, you know, like, I don't, like... Then if you just put in a couple of, like, if you have James Justin, like I've had him since the start of the season, maybe a West Ham defender... Like, who are you going to sell to get uh, to get a Crystal Palace defender in? Would you even want to? Is that a hokey pokey sideways move? Yeah. So it ha- no, yeah. just for defenders. So oh, um, so you know, if you couldn't if you couldn't get a midfielder in, so it's like, yeah, I'll get in a cheap, you know, four point five defender or something like that. Um, I don't know. Really, like, I the only person I could maybe sell would be Dallas, and I think I just got to hold on to him. You could easily sell Dallas. But there is advantages to holding on to him, as we'll get to later. But yeah, outside of Wilson, um, there isn't too many. Like, like he's a tw- Wilson is a 25% owned striker, which actually surprises me. Hey, now that I'm looking at it, 6.8. Sorry, hey, you hate him? He's such a bastard. Get him in on a free hit team. He does nothing. Fucking Then he like scores two against Everton. He gets an assist. He gets these assists. Ugh. What's two goals, two assists in the last four, in the last three game weeks. A big old run of blanks before that, but he has turned it around. He's on 115 points in total, so pretty fucking high up the uh, the striking uh, rankings. But Newcastle are coming into some tough fixtures. Uh, Southampton at home. You remember last year after they got smashed by Leicester, what kind of run they went on? I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen again, but I do expect them to tighten up a little bit this week and uh, keeping Newcastle out yeah. isn't all that difficult. Dude, their team is decimated. Their team is decimated. This is why I sold McCarthy. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's still a good team uh, keeper, but like, they haven't got a right back. Um, Walker Peters is injured, so they're playing Jan Valery and they played some guy I'd never heard of. Uh, can't even recall his name now uh, right back this game. Bertrand was out, but he's back again. Um, they're playing Jack Stevens, you know, because Vestergaard is out. That's That's a problem. Uh, and yeah, uh, Ariel Romeo is back now, but he was out, you know, for a, quite a while. Really up front, they're okay, but the rest of the team is bad. And now with Bednarak, their best defender this season, apart from Vestergaard, both of those guys out. Next few games, I'm going to see them conceding goals. I couldn't back a, a defender there, so that's not too bad a game. Uh, incidentally, because we were talking about Callum Wilson, obviously that's his next game, Southampton. That could be good for him, and he's got ten goals and six assists this year. 115 points like you mentioned his best season remember that season he did with Brighton where he was class 168 points Bournemouth yeah Bournemouth excuse me Um, so 168 points that's like 50 points off where he is right now with 16 games to go yeah no I mean I think he was a great signing uh, for Bruce. I don't think anyone really doubted it. I think when he signed, it was pretty close to the start of the season as well. Uh, we all knew, like, oh, this could, you know, this could be uh, the difference maker between Newcastle staying up and going down. And so far, it's not proven uh, to be wrong. But yeah, Southampton's nice. That's followed by Chelsea and Man United, home to Wolves. Uh, I'm just not touching Newcastle, you know? Yeah. It's fine. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Wilson, but. 
like I there's there's other options out there that I'd rather be looking at the likes of Antonio, um, Bamford, DCL returning today. Uh, they all come ahead of Wilson for me. But look, there's players out there. We see them in our own fucking mini leagues. Shout out to Steve Soros Rex who are gaining the points from the likes of Wilson, and I'll hold nothing against them. One in four players have him. Uh, but going you have him, to you keep him. Have yeah. him, keep him. He's just he's I'm, like um. Yeah, he's like some of the other players we'll discuss in a while. But if you've got one of these six, six point five million forwards who are scoring goals at the minute, Bamford, you know, Wilson, just hold them. You know, I yeah. so I I sold uh, Adams, but that's a different case. Adams is doing shit all since I got him. Actually, he's been more. I checked it out recently. He's only got me something like five points from three games I played him in this season. I've had him like seven game weeks, but he's been injured and has a blank game weeks, and I benched him, and he's done to be nothing. Fair. He was a silly, silly VAR decision away from scoring this week. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you. He has done nothing. And if you're going Southampton, you're going to have to be looking at the likes of Danny Ings if you want something that, you know, you can maybe count on a little bit. But going on to the fixtures that happened tonight, um, Burnley, Man City, that was the match I watched. 2-0 City, uh, kind of in line with where with how those turf more matches have gone. I think it's been like a couple of one nils. There's been a two nil there. It wasn't a five nil drubbing that we're used to seeing or that we saw earlier this season anyway. Um, and are used to seeing that the Etihad. had, but uh, yeah, Gundogan owners will be happy. Sterling owners will be happy. Even Jesus owners will be happy. Seamus, are you happy? Yeah, delighted. So what? Four players involved in that game Our three players involved in that game. 20 points, double clean sheet. Gundogan with eight. Gundogan was my move last week. Didn't captain him or anything like that. But so that's eleven points in two weeks from Gundogan. He cost me less than five point five. No, million. you captain fucking son last week. You plonker. <laughs> okay. All I'm saying is I didn't make a captain mistake. Yeah, my you would have got a point extra for captaining Gundogan. My captain's decision this season is just that's what's killing me. I'm I, like I've gone back to I had rested it for a while and I was doing okay for a few weeks there up to and around Christmas. But the last. Five or six game weeks, my captain's decision has been awful. Um, but look, anyway, I've got the rest of my team in order. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so yeah, double clean sheet. Delighted with that. And Cancelo was taken off early. So even if they had conceded uh, late on, I wouldn't have been too disappointed. But City were just utterly dominant. Um, they could have went for more goals if they wanted to. Um, but it never looked like uh, Burnley were anywhere close to scoring. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think... Uh... I don't have a Gundogan owner. I'm not a Gundogan owner. I don't have double uh, city clean sheet. I don't feel too disheartened by this. Um, like, there's kind of... It's, it's a, there's a shit ton of options. And I mean, like, looking at City, they have a, sh- like a shit ton of matches coming up. There's rumours of game week... Is it 24? That are talking about City having a double in. Um... That's insane. Do you know what I mean? They could have 24, 25, 26 doubles. Like, it looks like it's got to be all about three City players right now. I'm still kind of debating on what way I want to go with the City assets. Looking at their upcoming fixtures, I don't know how confident I am in their defence. I mean, not that I can't see a couple of clean sheets in that. I definitely can. But do I want to be playing two City defenders against Liverpool in 23, Spurs in 24, Arsenal, West Ham, United, all in the next five? I don't. I don't want to be doing that. Um, 
So I might just kind of stay off the double defense and look towards their attacking assets. Um, and Sterling is kind of the pick of the bunch with that. And we all have the money left over. Is he turning your head, James? He's had a pretty good uh, couple of weeks. He's got... No, I... Yeah, he's look. He's turning my head in the sense that he's doing quite well. But you know, Gundogan has either matched him or outscored him over like the last five game weeks. So I'm happy with Gundogan uh, for mm. significantly less. I couldn't even reach to uh, Sterling at this point, um, which is a problem when KDB comes back. I probably can't reach him too. But if I do decide to pivot in a few weeks, as I said, there are those cheaper options I could get for Gundogan instead, and I could maybe go for a third city defender. I know you just said you don't like the third city defender That's option. That's me. But- I don't like the two to City defenders, let alone three. I think three is insane. Liverpool aren't scoring lately, okay? Uh, yeah. And their next two games are Liverpool and Spurs. They come up as big, dirty red fixtures on the, the fixture ticker. But, like, Liverpool have scored... Okay, they scored three against West Ham. They blanked again tonight against Bre- uh, uh, Brighton. Um, I'm they... not saying that I can't see a clean sheet. I definitely can. And if anyone's going to keep a clean sheet against these teams, it's going to be City. 100%. But if you're not on double or triple City already... Do you really take that jump? Like, if you're me, do you really look at this fixture list and go, yeah, I want an extra City defender? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it's probably not the way to make ground. But, again, I'm not worried about their... The only thing I'd be worried about their next fixture is not the clean sheets. It's that my players may not start. But I think he's got to play strongest teams against Liverpool and Spurs coming up. Um, then I can see Cancelo getting a bit of a... Like, you're right. He, he will play his strongest teams, but... Is Cancelo perhaps a bit too, I don't know, maybe I'm talking shit here, but to me, I feel like Kyle Walker is a bit more of a solid, a, a more solid option for these tougher matches. Do you, Am I talking shit there? The only thing I would say in Kyle Walker's um, kind of uh, defense there would be if Mane is playing, and look, he's been injured the last two, will he be ready for this weekend? I don't know. We'd have to check with like Ben Dinnery. And see what uh, the expected um, diagnosis with him is. Watch out for the the transfer. Or sorry, the press conferences because if he's playing, he might decide. Okay, let's play Kyle Walker because he's got the pace. But I think Cancelo is fundamental to how they play now. So he plays, starts off right back, but as soon as they have the ball, he's pushing into midfield, and then they're pivoting back. You saw tonight with three man defense with well, tonight playing. Tonight, as you mentioned, like that was, uh, I assume, the first time this year. I haven't double-checked it, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say Laporte, Diaz, Stones, and Cancelo. That was probably the first time all four have played in the starting eleven tonight. Surprising. like A lot of people going Laporte, left-back. And what we saw was basically City in possession, playing three at the back. Uh, you know, Laporte, Diaz, and Stones. And then if their last possession which wasn't very likely against Burnley Laporte would switch to the left a little bit but yeah. that was so rare I don't see that for any of these matches like do you it, make, it makes perfect sense as to why they bought Ake now because Ake is also a left sided or defender uh, left centre back uh, who can play left back or has played left back so he can kind mm. of play the left back role um, when they're trying to defend and then just you know push that and he, that's what he's obviously decided to do he's like to push uh, Cancelo in there in the past he's done it with Zinchenko kind of pushing into midfield like last season and other seasons so yeah I think that's his tactic it looks like he bought the players in the summer or he bought you know, he bought Diaz with the idea I guess of he could do that with Laporte or um, Ake who he bought and he obviously had good big plans for Cancelo, who's been a huge attacking threat this attacking threat this season. And uh, I think he will be fundamental to him. So I can't see him dropping him for big games. Yeah. Um, 
I get I, it. You you might be right there. Like I think I just I think maybe as someone who doesn't own him, I'm trying to convince myself here. You know, I think that's why he was taken off early tonight. It's like right, job done. Get yourself some rest there. I'm playing you against Liverpool on Sunday. I expect them to beat them. Two like again, Liverpool are at home, but Liverpool have scored one goal in their last four games in the Premier League at Anfield. Not worried about that. You know, if they're still missing Mane, even more so. Um, City should, by all accounts, batter them. I think not just beat them. You know, you know, one nil. But batter like, who? I think City should batter Liverpool this weekend. Uh, I don't know, but I think they'll. I think they'll be. I think they'll be too conservative to batter them. Well, a batter them, maybe not scoreline wise, but I think they'll batter them. Is they go one or two goals up and they're pulling one big ball off them, and it's just going to be just you know somebody just holding them with arms and then going, yeah, you're not coming near us. Now they could put a low past them too. I don't know. Maybe they like to lay down a marker, but it seems more likely that they'll, um, they'll just I think take a few goal lead. And again, Spurs in game week twenty four. Yeah, they're at home there. Spurs are not scoring goals. If Harry Kane is back and he's touted to be back for that, or at least Harry Kane said to Jose that he hopes to be back for that game, could be different. But if he's not, that's a clean sheet. Arsenal, after that clean sheet. That's a paddling. Yeah. So, I don't know. City, I'm big on City. And they're the team, as you mentioned, probably going to have a few double games coming up, possibly starting in game 24. So, you got to have triple them by that stage. And the team that I did call at the start of the season, which you did scoff at when I said I think City will win the league, uh, you said that was your exact words verbatim. But moving <laughs> I on, I think Liverpool were going to be a team, and uh, yeah, now it's. I it's honestly a- like just to give a bit of credit to Liverpool is I do think injuries have fucked them beyond belief. Um, yeah, I think Jota, Van Dijk, you know what I mean. It's just it's Van Dijk alone. I think yeah, Van Dijk alone huge, exactly. The whole thing. And they whatever they did when he was out was just them overperforming and getting away with it and now this is what Liverpool look like without Van Dijk yeah very possible um, we won't talk too much more about the City Burnley match probably not even too much with the fucking Liverpool Brighton match which was last but uh, we will talk a bit about Fulham Leicester nil to Fulham two to Leicester um, you're you're shaking you're shaking your arms in victory Justin goal clean sheet three bonus points you gotta love him you gotta love Hero him, man. Hero status in this household, man. Hero status. Hero status. Uh, we need to like we've we've done the the boys table here. Shout out to OSW Review. If you're a wrestling fan, check it fucking out. But uh, yeah, we do the boys tables here. We haven't done one in a while, but I'm thinking by the end of this season we'll have listed our five. And you know, you need to. You have your little office now. I'm surprised all your DVDs are in there. To answer, should they not be in the sitting room? But uh, I get it. It looks kind of cool. Uh, we We're need to decorate that approach, wall. Apparently, jerk. So, yeah, not in my office. Get a grip. But uh, I like that. I like that background. And there's plenty of space in that wall behind you to be sticking some boys in there. And James Justin is making a case, as is uh, lots of other fucking cheapies this year. But yeah, goal, uh, clean sheet, three bonus points. What the fuck? What more do you want from this 4.5 defender? Like, everyone, including us, was thinking, oh, he's he's basically a... He's a fill-in until... Re- placeholder, that's the word I was looking for. A placeholder until Pereira comes back. And I'm thinking to myself, Pereira played tonight. I don't know how you drop Justin. He's been phenomenal. You don't, you don't. I was originally planning to have him to, like, game at 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever. Pereira would come back for, um, maybe behind cat here behind me jumping around this um, but <laughs> that was my plan 
Um, but I've held on to him. He's played 90 minutes every game this season. He's got three double-digit returns uh, in 19 games. Like, I, honestly, this game week one. And he's not going anywhere because he's just, like I said, 90 minutes every game. Um, when they play a back five, you know, three center backs and two wing backs, he can play either wing back position. He can play as part of the three center backs. Um, you know, if Castagna has got a knock of Pereira who just come back from injury, he can be put in there. He may miss a game in the next four or five. And if he does, Do you care? maybe I'll consider it. But like 91 yeah. points for me, he's averaging 4.79 points per game, paid 4.5 from that's over. Uh, point per million that he's given back on value. He's nothing but value. If you didn't have him, you'd probably be so sick of him every second week. Oh, yeah. You see the comments. Fuck Justin, fuck Justin. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Grant. Um, but look, there's no point because, uh, talking about Justin Tulan because he's been proving it in week in, week out. A player who... I, I doubt at times, and I still do kind of doubt, 14.6% owned, 7.3 million, James Madison. Got two assists tonight, and uh, definitely has turned a few heads lately. He has got three goals and three assists in his last seven games. Uh, you could probably chalk that up to, I don't know, fucking three goals and four assists in his last eight. He's, uh, he's turning up the heat, Seamus. He's turning the heat up. Yeah. Fixtures-wise... Like- Wolves away, Liverpool at home, Aston Villa away, Arsenal at home. Not the best. Not the best, but Mixed not the bag. worst. Mixed bag. But where Leicester, what, third in the league, just behind United? Um, I guess. I'm going to pull up the league. I can't even, you can't even keep track of the league. You need to pull up the league. Will you stop? Yeah. Stay focused, for fuck's sake. But yeah, they're they're just behind United. Like He's playing for a team playing really well, so... Like, I wouldn't worry too much about the fixtures. There's a bit of a mixed bag. But six goals, seven assists, 98 points. Last year, he only got six goals and five assists, so he's already beat that. The year yeah. before that, his breakout <laughs> season, the season he joined Leicester and he, everyone had him the first half of the season while he was doing bits before he went kind of quiet. Seven goals, seven assists, so he's almost matched that. But um, we, we've mentioned already, Seamus, like, I, and this is the third, maybe fourth time we've said it. Where do we put him in? Like, who do we get rid of in the midfield for him? I mean, right now, for the likes of myself, yourself, Son? Hmm? I was just going to, yeah. Son has been... Kind of quiet there recently, and without Harry Kane, people are. I thought last week without Harry Kane, he'd be playing centre forward. He could be a good option, but man, and Jose, he kind of was for a while. He was, for yeah, half. yeah. But like he's got but one Spurs assist in his fucking shit. He's got one assist in his last four, and then you wouldn't expect him to do too much against um, Tuchel's Chelsea um, tomorrow. I'll hold my bread on that. Um, Tuchel has come up against Wolves and Burnley. Uh, we don't know. What the fuck he's like? We don't know how he'll approach a big a big game. Like, uh, I I mean I'm with you. Like my my head says conservative defense tree. You know whatever way like you're expecting. Like yeah, I am expecting a a solid performance at the back. But we know what Mourinho's record is against the top six. We know like this is against his you know his former fucking club. Like this, yeah. I'm not if Sun yeah. scores. Tomorrow, if he scores one goal tomorrow, I know I won't be bitching about him. I'll just be like, "Yeah, he stays there. He stays. I don't, know, don't he, give a shit." If he gets an assist, but like you're not going, of course you're going to say because you're not going to sell him in game week twenty three when they play West Brom. Right. Are you going to captain him? I'm probably going to captain him. Yeah, exactly. Like, what if he blanks this week though? Are you still going to captain him? I think I might anyway because look, uh, he's playing on uh, Sunday, which is my birthday. So I'm like, meh. I gotta. I want to have a little. Although if he blanks at twelve o'clock kickoff. 
I'll be like a pig for the rest of the my worst birthday, birthday ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my birthday. No, but I've captained him <laughs> three times this season. Uh, twice he's got me 26 points, and last week or week four, whatever it was, he got me four. So, um, yeah, I can't nail my captain, so I'm not too worried about that. But like, he'll definitely be in consideration. Uh, if I look at my bus team this week, actually, because you've asked me who my captain is. Yeah. My bus team. Yeah, he's my captain, and Fernandez is second. <laughs> Fernandez is second. Fernandez against Everton, he absolutely smashed it in the last match uh, against in the reverse fixture against Everton. But yeah, I'm I'm Manson at the moment. I don't have my what? my team up there. I could probably Did just you? go pull up, pick team, and there it is. There is my bus team. Let, let me but, ask you so, okay, because we're talking about Leicester Fulham here. Um, we've mentioned these guys before. What about the other uh, Leicester options? Obviously, Barnes is the other one. Yeah, um, I was hoping to get away from this match now, to be honest with you, Seamus. To be, to be perfectly honest with you. We haven't you. even mentioned Fulham. I Fuck Fulham. <laughs> uh, I'm not touching Fulham at all. I don't care how well they've been playing, what kind of options. If I was looking at Fulham, it would be the likes of, you know, cheap defenders, Areola. I think they're okay, but I'm not touching Fulham. They're in the relegation zone. Um, you ne- you just don't know. I assume they'll lose both. You know most matches. That's the issue with Fulham. I didn't want to see them doing too poorly at the start of the season, but I've kind of written them off now. To be honest with you, um, I hate to be mean, but we can't cover everyone. We're running fifty minutes into this, and we still got a, a drunk tank to go through. But we can move on to to Leeds and Everton. Um, Everton two, Leeds one. Calvert Lewin owners justified <laughs> preach no nine points this week for calvert lewin um i'm just fucking happy because i got him in last week you got him in last week uh and he blanked against uh whatever it was it was a nice fixture last week but he blanked and you're you're sitting there going am i an idiot like <laughs> did, did i did i should i not have read this you know but uh this week this is the fixture we got him in for let's not lie this is the one we got him in for He's after scoring a goal. He's got three bonus points. Even Dina, who a lot of people got in last week for or last week, um, delivered an assist this week. So yeah, it was it was smiles all around for Everton, if you ask me. Big uh, big win for them. Riff, go on. Yeah, I was just gonna say the guys you would have been looking at, Dina or uh, Calvert-Lewin. Um, they kind of all worked for both teams, didn't they? Yeah. Rafinha, Dina, Calvert-Lewin, Bamford. It's like yeah. You'll be yeah. happy. You're coming out of this. You're smiling. I mean, yeah, they dropped, not unless they, you're a Meslier owner. No. Loser. <laughs> they dropped Pickford again, but um, uh, Ancelotti did mention that uh, Pickford would be rotated and continue to be rotated every so often. So Olsen came in, made six saves. So obviously, I have to watch go back if I can watch the highlights. But obviously, uh, Leeds gave it a bit of a go. Um, Bamford with his assist, I'll take five points, especially after 15 last week. That's 10, 20 points Easy. in two weeks. Happy. Easy. And my transfer last week that I took a hit for Calvert-Lewin didn't do anything against Newcastle, which we said was a shame. But yeah, he scored now. And when he scores, well, no, actually, when he scores, he doesn't always hit the bonus. So he got the treat today. Now, they've got Fulham in two game weeks time. So I think I'm just probably going to hold. Uh, yeah, and you've got United next week. I'll be playing him. You you talked about benching him, but he got an assist against United last time. I think United are still kind of weak at the back. Um, I don't give a fuck what you know what anyone says about Luke Shaw. Is he? Yeah, he's starting. Yeah, same here. Same here. And he's they've got they're another team that have got two games that they've got to um, fulfill. So yep. in the double game weeks coming up, um, I don't think I want to. I don't think I'm gonna like I I'm not gonna use my wild card to get to a double game with team. I'm going to start building for my double game with team now. So I'm not gonna take out players 
that uh, are going to have double game weeks. Uh, so yeah, I think we're kind of reckon. Yeah, I think we're kind of similar in our terms of our wildcard approach, and we, we'll touch on it here a little bit. Um, obviously, there's lots of stuff to happen. You know, fixtures need to be announced and all this kind of nonsense. But essentially. My team's looking pretty okay. I feel like I can make my way to the double in game week 20... What's the double? 26? Um, Come okay. on, you're supposed to be catching no, me no, when okay. I fall. You're my parachute. Uh, 24 is going to be a double for some teams. It's looking, Fuck 24. Uh, like what's the big one? 26 is the big one. 26 yeah. is the big one. That's what I thought. 26 is the big one. 29 is the blank. Exactly. Um. So, like, 26. I feel like I can get to 26 pretty easily, as can you. Uh, with you know being happy in our teams and then you know 29 is the blank maybe we can get to 29 and get an okay looking team out and if i can do that it's post 29 blank or post 29 wild cards um that's how i'm looking you're kind of similar Seamus. we were we were chatting about this off air yeah 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 the teams that are probably going to have a double in that um Batters loads I could have it. There's too many it's permutations loads. right now. Yeah. But uh City surely will Villa surely will. So that's that's hence getting Martinez in. Um, Everton, we look, like we're talking yeah, about. Everton are another one and Leeds might be as well. Um they reckon Southampton should have one. Too. Yeah, so uh, like all these players that I'm gonna build for. So uh, do I wanna take Calvert Loon out and then realise closer to it that I want him? I, I'm gonna keep I think I'm just gonna keep him. Um the only other forward I might be interested in would be um obviously Antonio. I was and, just about to say, uh, you can't be skipping past Antonio. But look, put a pin in Antonio for two secs. We'll get to the West Ham Villa match. Just before we move off of Leeds and Everton, I wanted to touch on Rafinha, a player that uh, we we were talking about off air. And um, he's really kind of came to light a little bit in the last three or four game weeks. He's got two goals, two assists in the last three. Um, 5.4%, 5.4 mil, 1.3% owned. Very much a differential. And I don't know about you, he doesn't feel like a differential because I keep seeing pricks in front of me with Rafinha. But he didn't disappoint those pricks this week. He delivered another 7-point return goal assisted by Bamford. And not the worst fixtures for Leeds. Crystal Palace, Arsenal, Wolves, Aston Villa, West Ham. And without mentioning how tough it is to get him into our midfields. Are you Akia for Rafinha or, you know, Nish Nish? Akia. Akia. Yeah, I think he's a great player. And even before he started doing the points, we were like, this guy's interesting. He passes the eye test as a winger, though. He can drift out of games. Um, tidy finish today. Didn't even smash it. Just placed it nicely. Yeah, lovely. Um, I would like him, but I'm not going to sell Sowcheck for him. Yeah, um, <laughs> I said without mentioning getting rid of midfielders, but I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. It's tough to fit him in, but he's definitely an option. That's the way maybe maybe if you wanted to go Gundogan to him to get open up a third city slot for something else, maybe you might do it if you do plan on getting Kevin back when he comes back from injury or something. Mister De Bruyne to you, Seamus. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you wanted to talk about West Ham Aston Villa. Now's your chance. Um, yeah, Antonio two assists this evening. Uh, eight points. I don't think he's on for any baps, is he? He's not. No, he, not no, he's any. not. Thank fuck. Way down. Two assists, though. You'll be happy with that as a what is he? Six point six million striker. Nineteen point nine percent owned. Like that blows me away. Do you know, considering how much of the season he missed. Now I know he's, he's been yeah. on fire for the last couple of matches. Uh, 
two, three assists, two goals in the last five games. Um, and then you take out everything before that because of the injury. It's like, yeah, he's he is anyone decided Antonio's back, he's in my team. They've been rewarded. Like he's yeah. he's paying them back very, very well. He's uh, paying dividends. Uh, he's paying he, dividends. He ain't baby. paying stocks. He's got yeah, look, he got half a million, over half a million, nearly six hundred thousand people transferred him in for the uh double game week, came back with eighteen points. Following week, another four hundred thousand people transfer him in. Um, you know, then he's uh, you got what an assist that game, so more transfers in, two assists here. He'll just continue to go up. He's the sort of player you want. He's the important thing is he's getting minutes. Like he's got 90, yeah. 83, 82, 78, and ninety. So hope- that's what shocked me the most, James. I'll be straight with you. Like I, to me, I was thinking, nah, not a hope. The fixtures are coming so thick and fast at the moment that he's gonna miss a couple of midweek games, or he'll miss this, he'll miss that. That's not the fucking case. As you said, he's getting the goddamn minutes. Uh, when's that gonna stop? It's not like they have. A, a center forward ready to replace him like they shipped Halle off in the in the uh the transfer window yeah no uh i've just looked at he's like he's like we've mentioned how good he's doing over that period um and then i just realized he's playing fulham and sheffield united next i'm like fuck i need i need i might get him in <laughs> no not i might i have to get him in now well, I'm the same. I've got uh, Brewster sitting there and a shit yeah. ton of money in my bank Me and too. i'm going do i just go cuz if you look at uh but then who do you bench? That's the I, thing. Again, I, I, bench, I bench in DCL. This is the thing. I was just looking at it and I was like, I'm not selling Bamford, I'm not selling DCL, so I'm just going to ignore him. Then I saw the fixtures like, fuck, I need to get him. I was like, I can actually go and get Brewster for him. I was like, shit. I don't yeah. really want to change that position. I could go then Brewster to, to Ings, which is what I was thinking. And now I'm going, like, after the two assists tonight, I'm going, can I really overlook Antonio for much longer? No, man, I'm going to get Can him. Can I, Shane? That's <laughs> I'm looking permission at this, I'm like, for... I have to get him in. No, I'm, I'm yeah. going to get him in. What about uh-huh. Jesse Lingard? What about Jay Lings? Should we be all climbing mid- on him? My Two goals tonight is... in his debut. Uh, my midfield is stacked. My midfield is good. I'm delighted for <laughs> Jesse. But, um, yeah, it's like, I'm not changing from Fernandez, Son, Suchek, Salah, and Gundogan. I mean, yeah, that yeah. could... I, know, I, 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 wish, that. I wish we could have just... Like title this episode, my midfield is fucking stacked. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't get any more got players in. Can we just start getting rid of forwards and shoving more midfield players in there? No, I want to. Yeah, I want to get well. Get rid of Salah, man. <laughs> if I like the one player, I want to get You're rid not, of Salah. Don't Dude. even think I cannot be listening to you in I'll two fix... weeks' time if you don't have Salah and he scores a hat Did you see anyway. what happened after Crystal Palace? You nearly fucking had a meltdown. <laughs> I don't remember that. Listen to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen you blanked me. it out. Your mind went blank, red with rage. Go on. I've captained Salah five times this season now, and he has blanked four of those five times. That's I'm not your Captain fucking fault. I'm not That's not my fault. Anymore. Captain don't you Manny look twice. at me like that, Ricky Bobby. No, no. And even yeah. the time okay. he didn't blank, he only got eight points. Like, well, I captained him last week and he got a brace, so I'm definitely not going to be fucking uh, on the Fuck same team as you, you. <laughs> But look, there is a shit ton happening. Uh, Liverpool, Brighton, we've talked about them enough. Uh, I'm still not looking at Brighton. Um, I know they've looked like, like defensively. That's their fourth clean sheet in the last five now, yeah? They were on three out of four. It's four and four. Three in a row. That's four and four? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, they were on three four in a row and now it's uh, Joseph, come in. Come in to um, me. Come in to me. Sanchez. There's the cat. There he is. Go on. 
Sanchez uh, last four games six eight six and seven. I mean, I'm not I'm not touching them, but like they are so defensively sound, and like that was kind of part of the reason I didn't want to captain Salah. But I look the fear factor with the masses all captaining him came in. Can we write Brighton off that quickly though? I mean, when I say can we, I'm I'm pretty much assuming you said it, <laughs> but it was me. Burnley, Villa, Crystal Palace, West Brom, Leicester, Southampton, Newcastle in the next seven matches. That's a good run. Go for it, but I've already made like Leeds, Brighton, or I don't have a second playing goalkeeper. So maybe Sanchez is the way to go. Sanchez is great for a second playing goalkeeper at 4.4 with those fixtures, but then you're going to have this. Are you going to bench? (laughs) Are you going to bench Martinez (laughs) in any of these games? I mean, if you think you will, then go for it, but like. Yeah, I'm never benching Martinez. No. (laughs) Even tonight, four points, conceded three goals. Just give it to me. Just. Throw all those hot dogs in my face, you know. I mean, I uh, McCarthy and uh, he got like zero points. I was like, well, whatever. Like, Martin, they lost. They were losing two nil. I was like, is that five save points? All he needs is one more. Got the save point. Ended up getting a bonus point. Don't yeah. ask me how. I like. I didn't. We we only had half an eye in the match. We were prepping for this, but like, yeah, four points. Was it four? We said yeah. You came out with four tonight. Like, I'm for a team that lost three one. Yeah, grand. I'm more annoyed at Target, who is on the way out. Do you know, like, I've had a great time for Target. He's in, a, in an incredibly uh, cheap, budget-enabling defender. And, you know, Villa are capable of clean sheets. But I'm not doubling up in Villa's defense. Um, yeah. And just for the record, while we're here, one hour and one minute in, like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I am... Um, I'm just going to say, I did a bit of stat work this week, and I never fucking do, and I bragged about it before we hit record, and I'm going to brag about it now. I decided, do I play Suchek? Do I play this lanky fuck? Or do I get Cancelo in and play four to back? Uh, Villa conceding the most amount of headed chances, and Suchek getting the most amount of headed chances in the whole game. Villa might actually be second or third there, I'm not sure, but... It was, you know, multiple variables I looked at. Either way, they were in the top three every goddamn time. It proved, uh, you know, it proved fruitful this evening. Suchek banging in the goal. So I don't think he I'm, scored a header, though. Did he not? I think I don't think he scored a header. I, I didn't I see saw it. a quick replay, and I know maybe it was a different goal, uh, but it didn't look like, uh, I think he scored. He just... Either way, Seamus, pat on my back, please. For yeah, that. yeah, no, I, I heard, I saw the same statistic because I was in a dilemma this week. And that's what I'm most pleased about this week. Um, not getting my captaincy decision wrong. That was a pain. But um, getting my bench right because I had to decide who to play between Suchek, Dallas or Cresswell. And Cresswell has gotten me attacking returns. Uh, no, uh, Cresswell's got me uh, returns in each of the last four starts for me. He's got me 11, 10, 5 and 4. So I felt kind of guilty benching him. Um, anyway, uh, pick Sauchek, bench the other two. They both got one point. Sauchek got nine. Results, take Boom. that. Um, That's but I, I saw that stat you mentioned. Um, yeah. High five, Seamus. High five. The, the, the whole reasoning High behind five. it was. Yeah. And, oh, there we go. Oh, yes. But, um, yeah, the whole reason behind it was I knew I'd be way more sickened with Sauchek's points on the bench than a Cresswell clean sheet or uh, Dallas goal or something like 100%. that. 100%. And I got a, no, 100%. got a goal from Dallas last week. Can't expect that two weeks in a row. Somehow that logic worked out. <laughs> uh, can I just mention, I just want to mention two things about the Liverpool-Brighton game before we can before we get on to the questions. Um, Brighton are on my don't buy list from earlier on this season because I had two or three players, you know, I had Lamptey, Whitey looked lively, did nothing really for me. Uh, I had Trosser, did nothing. Um, and Liverpool right now, you have to say, are a sell. 
they're just doing terrible. No, you know, you like have just defense-wise or everything? All players. Uh, Salah, you're Salah. saying sell Salah. Salah is a consideration to sell. Oh, my God. He's in the sell. He's not a... I don't think he's a buy uh, category. That's would not you, the you, same thing. <laughs> well, maybe if I, I didn't say buy Salah. Before you fucking stopped interrupting me. I will like, never stop interrupting. It's my job. Yeah, they're on the sell list. If you're considering what to do with Liverpool players, you're considering selling before buying. Um, and if you're considering, you know, you may I'm want to... I'm never considering selling Salah. That's the thing. Like, that's like, to me, it's like selling, you know, the top, one of the top three players in the league. No? Yeah, Liverpool are dreadful. Like, he's the only one you'd make a case for for keeping them. Last week, you just captained him. You just captained him this week. Debbie, did you watch how poor Liverpool were? In the Brighton match? Yeah. No, because I was too busy raising this goddamn podcast, Seamus. Like no, a man, single I'm mother not, over here. I can't, uh, like, <laughs> anytime I've tr- If I can't trust him with the armband, which I can't. Fine, I'm, fine. I'm, like, I'm going to keep him. Is what I'm, I'm going to keep him, but I would not talk somebody out of selling him. Yeah, well, I would talk someone out of selling him, but I wouldn't I talk someone... I would agree with someone that, that didn't want to buy him. Do you get me? But look, we'll put a pin in yeah. it. We'll get to the drunk tank. Uh, drunk tank. <laughs> Cue music. <laughs> uh, that's not going to work on YouTube. But uh, Nuclear Adams, he's got a question in this week. He says he's still floating around the 200, 300k. Should I start playing risky or keep playing safe? I've taken some risks lately. Uh, he's done a minus eight, but he still resulted in a green arrow. And this week he's captained Cancelo instead of Salah. That's not worked out. Oh, no. Actually, I tell you, like, that has exactly worked out. That's a great uh, move. Six over two. As you said, Seamus, sell Salah. But, uh, no. Um, Nuclear was on it to us pre-Christmas. He was kind of fretting about his, his position as well. Um, to me, it's easy. If you're 200, 300k, you definitely don't need to be taking risks. That's one, two good game weeks away from, you know, smashing it, from getting well into the 100Ks and then just tipping, 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 tipping all the way to where you want to go. You definitely don't need to be playing risky now. Um, you, Seamus, how do you feel? No, play it safe. You're in a good position. Just really? make the make the right moves. And uh, all you need is to absolutely smash one game week. I know it's frustrating when you're kind of, up you're rising 50k then you're dropping 40k then you're rising 20k then you're dropping 30k and you're kind of staying in around the same type, uh, position but some week you'll get a you know a five digits or uh six digits ranked at like 100k game week rank and you'll go boom all of a sudden you're in the top 100 you're 90k and then keep doing that you're going up and all of a sudden boom again you're in the top like 40k and then and then boom you'll drop and then boom, 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 two weeks later, you'll be back to where you were, do you know? Yeah, look, it's, you got to just play, play it safe. I mean, try and, try and tinker around your fringes a small bit, but don't be going crazy, you know? Try and just, like, get the captaincy, if you get the right team, it's all about getting captain decisions right. That's what this yeah. game kind of mostly is, which, it's kind of annoying. Which he um, fucking did this week, because we didn't have Cancelo captain, and as, as you said, it's like, your six doubles yeah. versus yeah. Salah's two, boom. Four extra points, yeah, but yeah, look, um... No, I like I can't. I don't think you should be taking extreme moves. Like if you're going to make making moves, like just as I said, that fifth midfielder position, take a chance on somebody you think is looking good, whose underlying numbers are showing, like Lingard or something like that. Now, if you think he's going to go on it, but I don't know. 
Um, that's where you make your moves. Just Don't be down. getting. We've talked too much about Lingard tonight, James. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. Excited for the guy. Yeah, we're both United fans, so like Lingard is like, oh, is he going to become an option all of a sudden? Uh, I'm with you, and I agree with everything you said, James. Um, nuclear, show a bit of patience. Don't break the oath, uh, as Merciful Fate would say. Maybe that's the name of this week's episode. I don't know. Uh, FBL Rogue, he's got a question in there. Uh, FBL Rogue, check out his blog as well. Rogue Against Machine. With two times City plus Shaw as my main defenders, that's a solid fucking backline, especially this week. Coupled with strong five in midfield, Salah, Bruno, Son, Jack, and Gundogan. A plan in place for the return of KDB. Therefore, is playing hokey cokey on the forward line my pat forward? Or is Son my current Achilles heel? So, yeah, hokey cokey on the forward line, Seamus, or Son uh, out? What, what are you thinking? Uh, what did he say his forward line was? He's there. He just got a smash. Uh, oh, just yeah. I think uh, I think I nearly play hooky cook with the forward line. Um, I like the United defense at the minute. Um, there's no point changing Shaw to one Bissaka or anything like that. Shaw is putting in good crosses and deliveries at the minute. He's been playing really well. He's one of United's best players the last month or two. Um, and cheaper than Bissaka. Yeah, double city. Yeah, going strong there. Strong midfield wouldn't change anything there. And he's got a plan in place for a return to KDB. Yeah, look, um, I would say, yeah, forward, hokey-cokey. Keep Son. You're not going to sell what you're going to sell Son against West Brom. And then after West Brom, he's got some good fixtures as well, if I can pull him up. Um, I think the second one after isn't great. But, yeah, apart from City, then he's playing West Ham and Burnley, Crystal Palace. I know mm. they're not playing great, but he if he gets one goal, he get three bonus, and he's on 11 points. I, I just, Son's just playing unreal. Like, keep, keep Son. He's having a percent out breakout season. Yeah, I don't know uh, how much I agree with you, Seamus, in terms of playing hooky cookie or keeping so, and I don't know. I think it takes a bit of time. Um, like, for me, I definitely think you can do a one or a two-week hooky cookie. Like, uh, you know, if you have, like, that's a really strong team. Two City and Shaw at the back. You're not, you don't really want to touch your team there. And five in the midfield, they're the exact five I have, with the exception of Gundo. So, um, yeah, again, I'm like, I do. I wouldn't even be touching that five unless someone like KDB returned, which I'm assuming, you know, is son to KDB on current form. It kind of depends on, you know, when Kane is coming back. I, um, I'm all for a bit of a, you know, if you've got your team set up the way you like it, I do like to, to kind of make the odds hokey-cokey or the odds, you know, strange transfer that you're not planning on going long-term. I did it at Christmas and it fucked me. Um, so... You know, I don't know if I've learned any lessons there, but I know I can tell you it's fucked me, and you can make your own <laughs> judgment from that. I do think that, for me, I would be looking towards the doubles and stuff and making my plans that way, and just kind of going, you know, if there's a free fringe players, like you talk about your three defenders at the back, I don't know who the subs are, I don't know who your sub goalkeeper is, and I don't want, know what your plans are, but I know that would be my first port to call, yeah. would be... Where am I going with the doubles and the and the blank? And then after that, it's the hokey cokey or the the sun. If if sun, you know, blanks and Kane's missing for another two or three weeks, then yeah, yeah, sun out, yeah, maybe Sterling. You make in, a great point. Know? Actually, I think um I probably changed my mind. I would say like in my head, I was or my earlier advice, I was saying yeah, look, if oh, your rest of your team is looking solid, then do the hokey cokey, but the general rule should be always improve the weakest link in your team. So just because your you know, starting three defenders are good and your midfield five are good, you know, what are your, yeah, your keeper, your back 
backup keeper and your fourth and fifth defenders. Like, if they're all good, maybe you want to do a hokey-cokey. But if not, this could be a time... Like, this week, my team was set up perfectly, and I was like, yeah, well, I want Martinez in goals, so he's coming in this week. So that's what I did this week. Um, my team's looking solid this coming week, um, but on Brewster, I, I want to keep that shitty third... What's it, eighth attacker? Five enabler. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah. a crappy eighth and, uh, uh, attacker that I can. I have no problem benching, and that's what he's doing. But I have an opportunity to get Antonio in here now, so maybe I just do that, and then my team is. So then I've got actually seventeen. Uh, what is it? No, sorry, fifteen solid players. I'm gonna have benching headaches, yeah. but I'm back to playing that game now. But I don't mind. You know, I'll, I'll start moving players out then, and then I can start playing for. Like as I said, if I'm playing for a double, I'm gonna need fifteen players anyway. Yeah, but that's where we stand with that, Rogue. Delighted to hear from you again. And while you're at it, Diceman, which you referenced two blog posts ago, is a book that Seamus gave me God knows how many years ago. Do you remember that book, Seamus? I bought, I gave, I bought that book. I think I read... I don't think I finished it. I think I read the first... You didn't uh, finish <laughs> the first, it. Yeah. First, <laughs> you first gave it to me, though, and recommended it. I gave you a loan of it. Yeah. I said, I'll probably finish that another time. And that was about seven you years ago. You didn't give me a loan of it. You forced it down my throat. You were know, like, <laughs> read good. this. It's about a lad. But you did a blog on it a couple of weeks ago. And I went, that, man, yeah. that sounds familiar. Luke Reinhardt? I know that guy. I was like, oh, and it's over there in the corner. So uh, shout out to that. But whatever whatever you do, Rogue, I hope, I hope it works out for you. Uh, before we wrap up, folks, we are going to take a quick look at the... Mini League. FBL Hangover Mini League. You nailed it, Seamus. And uh, we have a new leader. Now, obviously, there is another game left. But he has been smashing it lately. You might have, you might remember him from such episodes as FBL Renegades versus the FBL Hangover. It's Andrew Eb, FBL Renegades Drew. He is currently tapping our mini league with eighty four points this week. He didn't have to jam into a captaincy this week. He. Uh, he just blanked it like the rest of us. Uh, but he's got 14.38 overall. He's number one. And uh, number two, Camarul Arafin flying without Ings. Number three, Ken Corbley. That mug is coming your way. Don't worry. Ken Rogues FC. Number four, Abel Grant Game of Thrones. Uh, references Seamus' old team. Number five, Javendra Ray. We live on Earth 616. So uh, that's the top five. Javendra Ray. Delighted to see- Gotta mention it. Javendra Ray. He's already on the triple digits, man. 102 points. Oh, 102 points. Seamus, would you care to do the honors? Because as of this moment, Javendra Ray is. He's definitely, certainly, manager, manager of the week. Boom. I hope I can put. But there's one game week left. So, like, there, unless, one match. Like, I, I, I haven't worked out the permutations if somebody's going to get a vice captain Fernandez in here who might pass him out, but. Yeah, it's looking, looking pretty good. Well done, Devendra. And he was uh, higher up in our league quite recently, but he seems to drop down. This game week is put him flying back up again. It is. And before we wrap up the mini league, Seamus, you wanted to talk about our plans for February? February, yeah. There's So this coming month, whoever's manager of the month in February is getting a mug too. Or at least being put on the shortlist to get a mug when I finally send them out. But I've actually boxed them up. Has, has last year's champion even got No, a mug? but it has been boxed The up. mug that we specifically made for up. him. It's, it's in, okay. it's in uh, what you call it, bubble wrap, and it's in a box. And it's going. And to... your mate's with a delivery driver. Ah, yes, exactly. And he lives in our town. So <laughs> I'm going to get a delivery driver to just drop it over to his. It saved me on the postage. 
that's all we so want. Going to get awesome. out. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's coming. And so whoever is going to whoever wins February manager and like you won fucking December like a prick, um, making us look bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe I'll no making us look like worth listening to. Seamus. Yeah, it's the difference. Like, it's the opposite. No one got a mug as a result. So maybe I'll win Fuck February. I'm, I got a mug. Oh, yeah. My mug's not there, but here's an old, an older mug, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, you got a mug, I suppose. Well, I, uh, I'm going to send one out to whoever wins uh, uh, Banjo Month for February. And at the minute, Devendra Ray has had the best start so far. But uh, Andrew, Ive or Evie, he's um, yeah, he's uh, true, 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 come true. He's uh, doing the best uh, in the overall league. So it's not going to be whoever's top. It's going to be whoever's the manager of the month. So even if you're way down in the February. league, if you have a good month, still win yourself a mug and. I've been using my mug now for a few, like, a couple of months now, and it's still not bad. Been popping in the dishwasher, it's still like not wearing off. It seems to be good quality, so I'm gonna order some more yeah. stuff off those guys. Yeah, the quality is great. Um, I blame us for the low resolution graphic on it, but that's neither here nor there. Probably shouldn't have even said it on air, Seamus. Yeah, but it's I'm not. It's a half a bottle of vodka in, so who the fuck knows? Uh, that's great, Seamus. You also have nasty details to be spreading to all these. Yeah. These motherfuckers. So, if you want to win one of those mugs, just make sure you're in our mini league. And uh, yeah, if you're following us, you know the details already. We're at FPL Hangover I, um, on Twitter, and I'm at FPL Drunk. If you want to follow me and uh, my new haircut, uh, you can also follow us on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe and rate the pod on uh, on that on on Apple, on Spotify, and any other podcast platforms that you listen to us on. You nail it. You nail it. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say. I am going to wish you the best of game week 20. I want to say 23, but I feel like it's 22. Is it 22 or 23? 23 is coming up. 22 is the one we're in. I'm going to wish you the best of game week 23, guys. Have a happy week. And God bless.